I needed advice. I was like, man, well, fuck. What just do keep I, going, bro. How do I wear a hat? You got just good keep hair. Going. Just keep going. There's I, Rosie O'Donnell phase, and you're just about out of it. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he ain't fucking lying. It's so oh bad. Like, what do I do with this? There's nothing I can do about this. <laughs> They're not going to let me hang around the school with this haircut. <laughs> Anybody in Fort Worth is like, hey, man, like, rep, rep our shit. Well, I'll be like, what can I do for you to rep anything that is Fort Worth? Well, so, the hat is what it is, my dude. This is it. All right. Rosie O'Donnell here. <laughs> it's a phase. Oh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Funky Panther. Coming here from Fort Worth, Texas, we've got another fantastic show for you here on episode number 51. We made it over that hill. We've got a fantastic guest again. Justin Massey's back. You want to say hey? hey? What's up? So uh, sit back, relax, enjoy, and let's get into it. I'm Chad. I'm Javier. And I'm Tim. And we are the, the Funky, Funky Panther. Man, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. You're our first double dipper. Ooh. Right? What? We're, we're, He's our first double dipper. The, no. Who's our first not, double dipper? Well, Jared was on here twice. But Jared paid. He was our, our first <laughs> real double dipper. Well, the second, the, the real double dipper is right. Dustin. Right. Dustin well, the double dipper. Very happy to be back. This is the, what'd you call this? The quadrille episode or something? Well, <laughs> quinquagenary. This is the first, this yeah, is the, the first, first day after the quinquagenary. So quinquagenary point. Oh, and one. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and one. And, and one. one. And one. There we go. And one. So, man, welcome back. So good to see you. Yeah. I mean, we've seen you at a couple shows. We've seen you, you know, a little bit out and about. But uh, it's been three months since we first met you here in this room on the podcast. Lots happened in three months for me and you guys. Indeed. For indeed. sure. Oh. That is correct. Tell us about uh, the past three months for you, my friend. Past three months, man. So I was on just like a couple weeks before the single release, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, saw some of you guys out there. That was cool. Sure did. Yeah. That was a, that was a really cool night at Magnolia Motor Lounge. It was like we had done really well with ticket sales and pre-sales and everything. And uh, I think it was like Wednesday and the show was Saturday. They were like, hey, um, restrictions just got lifted. We're going to add a whole bunch more tickets. And I was just Hell like, ooh, yeah. we got to like, it was really exciting, but also like, hey, everybody, there's still a whole lot of tickets left, <laughs> so please buy them. Um, right. There was a lot of people. It looked like a packed show. It was. It, it was fun, Absolutely man. Absolutely was. Uh, those are the nights that I kind of dreamed about and wanted to do music. So it was really cool, and I felt like the song was received really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, pretty okay. It was pretty, it's pretty okay. <laughs> I think it's just stuck. I mean, I'm going to be pretty okay guy from yeah, now yeah. on. Yeah. I'm going to put that on all the merch. Um, but yeah, that, that was great. And then as we, we had shows booked out over the last three months, but it just so happened to like... We were filling in the gaps, and I think at one point we played like nine weekends of music. Wow. Like straight from the end of February till <coughs> sometime in April, then took like a week off and then got back at it and all kinds of unique shows. Y'all saw the the post show. Went to the post show. Man. We released With a the, music the, video. Yeah, that music was so much fun. It. God, it was amazing. That place was packed too. Yeah. We, but we, we sold it out. We sold that one out, and I mean, you know, I that blew my mind because it's like an, a stripped down acoustic show or whatever, and right. it had Sam Jones on keys, which was super cool. Um. Yeah, it's like gratitude and a lot of humbling, excitement. He was feelings. for sure. It was Sam Anderson at first. Yeah, yeah, he had the yeah sunglasses on and everything, and, and he's like, Sam for sure. 
had a like a squint. I, like, I really don't think so. I was like, when did he start playing keys? But then he pulled up like an Instagram post, and they legit had the same exact like red sunglasses. Yeah. I'm like, well, now you got me thinking. <laughs> that's the that's the Walter Sobchak sunglasses. Walter Sobchak. Oh, from a <laughs> come on from a <laughs> big Lebowski. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, ready at all times. Great fucking shows though, man. Great, amazing. Like uh, at the Mags show, I remember. You were prepping, and I was like, "Well, I want to say hi, but I, w- I don't want to bug him." And I, w- I went to the pisser, and then like you pulled up next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what you said. I, you know, I just thought, "Nice oh. guy." <laughs> <laughs> Probably I was like, like heard the guy tonight's kind of a kind yeah, of a douche. But, that's what you, know, you said. Be nice to him or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's exactly what you said. I feel like before every show at Mags, I run to the pisser, like coming in through that side door because there's no like green room or anything. I'm like, I got to go run to the pisser. Get ready to go on stage, so I'm not like like you know I have to pee myself up there halfway <laughs> through a show, that. and you always run into somebody next to the urinal. <laughs> and what's cool is when it's somebody who has no idea you're the dude about to play, and then I just like start talking shit about the guy who's about to play, and then he's like, "Yeah, dude, kind of seems like a douche, you know, probably really into himself." Guys, it's total tool. How many times has somebody been like, "Yeah, no, I really, I've heard that for sure." Uh, <laughs> that, 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 so that actually Dustin, happened. Coming he sounds from like an ass. My friend, uh, my friend Kamar, he was uh, in the stall. <laughs> And he heard me talking shit about me <laughs> to a guy at the urinal. And then to just hear somebody just shit talking Dustin Massey coming from the stall. And I was like, this is going to be a good night. This is awesome. This is great. Love it. Pressure's gone. I'm surprised he didn't say, hey, who the fuck's talking shit about my boy? <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Last few months have been awesome. We did the 95.9 The Ranch thing. Yeah. 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 Helped out a ton. That was really cool. We were, um, we were pumping you. And I was, uh, I was texting that number. Pause. <laughs> what? She said we were pumping them. James Harden paused. Pumping them in. <laughs> um, I would say I think there's some, something really cool about like the people that listen to you and and like you're following your friends, your family, the people that actually listen to your music and love your music is that they are very like all related to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> actually, they're just your family. What's the deal, dude? No, like they're very dedicated and really good fans. You yeah. know what I mean? Like uh, when we were at the post show, like everyone was just like getting into it. And someone mentioned 95.9 The Ranch and everyone pulls out their phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, dude, we found out on stage that we made it to like another round. And that happened for like... I think like three or four weeks in a row, I was getting off the stage. We opened for Mike Ryan at the backyard in Waco and it was, it was a great show. It felt great. It was like the first time in a long time we were like, got to open for somebody that sold a ton of tickets. I think there was like a thousand people there that night at the backyard. It was really cool feeling. And the only time that happens for me is when I get to open up for somebody who's great. And, uh, we're like riding this high, getting off stage. I'm like walking off the stage. Like I don't have to jump back up there in literally 90 seconds and start getting all my crap off the stage. But like, just, I'm just going to pretend I'm a rock star for 60 seconds. Somebody get me a bottle yeah. of water. And my then uh, girlfriend and then like two days later, fiance, uh, Chelsea is like yelling from the crowd, like, babe. And I'm like, yeah, cool girl. Right. Now, I got to go do my thing. And she's like, you posted the wrong number to vote. For oh my you. God. You're number two. You posted one. Like, oh, cool. That's been up the entire show. Oh That's great. God. Somehow we still won. I have no idea. Oh. So I guess people were following instructions like this idiot. He's, he's probably all, wrong. He was two last week. So. First of all, you were wrong. 
A second you still won? Yeah, I don't know how that This guy's happened, going places. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's uh, so awesome. cool. I have a lot of cousins that voted for me, I guess. That so. means that people that weren't just following you were also voting, which is I a guess. big deal. Yeah. We got to do like an interview. I was with Ben Ryan on the ranch. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Good old Ben Ryan. That was super cool. And like 95 on the ranch is the station I like grew up listening to. Right. Yeah. You know, um, it's the one I, in my mind, it was like, how cool would it be to turn that on in the car driving around high school and grammar or whatever and hear yourself? And so, you know, after like week three of hearing pretty okay, it was kind of like, okay, this song's probably going to get really <laughs> annoying to me. But um, no, I was like super grateful that it got to keep being played. And, you know, uh, like in those moments, I'm like, hey, I may never hear myself on the radio again. This was really cool. Thanks for phoning me in, mom. Um, <laughs> and uh, everybody voted. And he said it was like, he was like unofficial, but like for sure, like top five most votes ever. So like, wow. appreciate it. But like, have your people spam us a little less. <laughs> was that your uh, first interaction with Ben, uh, Ben Ryan? I'd met him yeah. a few times. A super sweet guy. Always. Yeah, real cool. He's, he's local, uh, uh, graduated from, I believe Keller high school. Really? So yeah, real, real cool dude. Well, Do you follow him or something? Like, no, so I, in person behind him. Yeah, I follow. Watch him your back, Ben. No, I've met him. I met him a few times, and uh, he's oh, he's a ben real big Ryan. Where are you now? <laughs> oh. He's a he's a he's a friend of uh, uh, of one of my other friends who's a um, she, well. She started off she was going to be a singer songwriter, and then she had a, a bad accident, kind of left her where she can't play guitar anymore. But she writes songs, and she sold like tons of them now. Mm. So it's kind of her side hustle. But mm. uh, we got became friends with Ben Ryan, and I met him through her. And yeah, cool dude. Cool, cool, cool. He's also got a lot of ties with like Panther City yeah, Brewing. Panther yeah. City Brewing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or Panther Island Brewing. What the hell, dude? Yeah, yeah, Panther Island Brewing. I'm out of my mind. So, yeah, a lot has gone uh, on in the past three months. And then you said you got engaged. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. So it's like sing- single release, playing music again, uh, the 95 on the Ranch thing. Just a couple of life Music changes. video and the top it all off, the like best thing in my life. I got engaged. She's awesome. So, uh, yeah. Very lucky she puts up with me. Yeah, she's a cool chick for letting you come out with us uh, that that night that you did, and whatever she was, what graduating, you know, that was. Yeah, yeah, that was. Man. Uh, she's pretty awesome. <laughs> it was we really got fun. to meet her at like post too. Yeah, we yeah. got to meet her. It's really nice. She um, it's like extremely supportive, and uh, also to the point of like, I think she's like side manager. And make sure I'm on top of my stuff doing my. It's like if Afton isn't doing it, then she's got to come and she's going to be like, listen, honey. Shout out Afton. You got (laughs) to. Because she's going to be really upset if you don't shout her out. Right. She, 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 I'm probably going to, like, my phone's in airplane mode. I'm going to have a text. Like, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) But, um. You're going to say something you shouldn't have. I wish you would have met her that night. Like, you know. We we, kind of did. We we passed, like, we took a picture of her and you, and she took a picture of us and him, but, uh, we never actually, like, formally met. But you didn't put two and two together. that's what she yeah. said. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah, we were just like, well, we also drank quite a bit. We did. Uh, Absolutely. At, at the post. That was so fun. Night, it yeah. was just such a good time. It was such a good time. And we're going to do that again at some point. We're just yeah. getting into where, uh, you know, we're building like this thing up here. And you said earlier, you said uh, my fans. And it's like, I feel like it's just kind of like a team, like supporters. Like, I don't know that I have a, f- a fan because it's like. Somebody's like, hey, like your music, support you, or whatever the show. And it's like, okay, we're going to be friends forever now. So <laughs> I don't think you uh, understand the situation here. Like, you and no, I, we're soul bonded. We're going to be, yeah. You're yeah. not allowed to pay for the merch. Um, as happens over there, like, it's for fans. Now. But it's been um, yeah, one week really since cool. you talked to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we could just sing that song. But, um, so, my, uh, I was plugging my fiance for a second. Yeah. Uh, we, the third, 
date we were on, she came to a show actually. I don't know if you could count it as a date, but she's really cool. And she showed up to a show out in Dallas. And at, before the evening was over, she said, um, uh, I think I might like you, but I'm, I'm not going to be some girl who's like, uh, chasing around some like musician. Right. With a van. Right. Chasing <laughs> after a dream or something like that. I just don't know if that's for me type yeah. of thing, but you're a nice guy. <clears throat> some pretty like boy a, musician. I just like to, I just like to put that in there. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's not, uh, you know. I hope you in put ri- that in the battles. Hey, <laughs> something like that. I'm writing yeah, on it. As that's we speak good. Right now. Do you, I mean, do you have a van and does she follow you? I, I don't have a van well, anymore. Sold that thing during man. the lockdown. And, uh, so, you know, she just drops me off at gigs. So that's nice. cool. Cool. <laughs> but, uh, no, she's like oh. super supportive and it's awesome. But. And number one pick Jaguars. Dude, you have got so much shit. You know going how hard on. it is to balance all this stuff. I didn't want to talk about imagine. that. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Trevor Lawrence, Trevor dude, Lawrence. number one. Oh, yeah. Signing bonus Good job, by the way. <laughs> dude, I cannot wait to see you on the field. Once I get that straight contract, killer. like all the money straight in the bank, that's at least like three months of losing money. Absolutely. Music. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And then you got Tebow uh, as your tight end, so you're good to go. <laughs> dude, what? I remember I was like, oh, God, I got to make that. I got I to gotta Photoshop him in there. Dude, that was perfect. That, that was that was 100 uh, yeah, hobby. That was air. awesome. He didn't tell us he was doing it. <laughs> oh he just God. threw that out on social media. I, yeah, all of a sudden it post it, it popped up, and I'm like, "What? what I was at this? work. Like, who's doing? Who <laughs> was, did this? I was at work. I'm like, "Oh, I gotta fucking do it. Oh, I gotta do it. Did I did I tell that story about the IA airport last time I was here? I can't remember. I, I was just so. it was like no. right after Clemson won the national championship. Yes, and, in the bathroom. And I, oh, again, yeah. I have a lot of interaction with other dudes at the urinal. <laughs> I'm just like doing my thing. I'm just doing my thing, and I just I feel this dude just. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's like, it's like a T-Rex. If you just don't move, it can't see you. I don't know. And he's like, Hey man, you play for Clemson. He's like, uh, zip. What if I did? I don't know. This is weird. Like uh, we're not going to be cool now, but no, I just look a lot like the guy. Then he follows up with, I like your music. I have an uh, alias. It's Dustin Massey music. Go uh, stream all of it. Oh, you yeah. should start doing that. Just really? say, yeah, yeah. I don't like people knowing. I don't want to keep it on the hunt, you know, down low. So just this is my alias. Uh, just listen to him. Like uh, my uh, my underground name is Dustin Massey. Like uh, I play really good shows in Texas. It's just the thing I do. Yeah. Awesome. So, some dudes over there tweeting is like, man, I just met Trevor Lawrence and he says he plays shows in Texas. It's weird. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like we're like the exact same size. And I imagine if I stood next to him, he's like got 20 pounds of muscle. I mean, he looks so skinny out there. Yeah. Cause how, how tall are you? I don't know. Six, five and skinny fat. According to my calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the boy got to work out. Why you got to, why do you got to bring that up? I mean, just look at him. I mean, I, yeah, just, I've been, you know, I ask for extra larges, yeah. but then I just leave them in the dryer like three cycles <laughs> with those bad boys on. It just like fits. I don't need a workout. No, I'm busting through. This. That's right. This is an extra medium now. Yeah, and That's what we call schmediums. You know, schmediums. My oh nipples my. can cut through the shirt. <laughs> so you've played a ton of shows. I, I don't know. I know last time you were here and a couple of times since we've seen each other, we said we were going to meet at Smokestack for drinks. Right, right, right. Look at like number one, things to do on our list. There we go. And uh, every time that we're like, oh, we're free, we're free, we're free, uh, you've got a show. <laughs> yeah, and that's been like, been, it's hard to complain. It's the weirdest thing, man. Like we, I didn't have a show this last weekend. Yeah. 
And I had like I, I chill with Chelsea the whole time. Uh, we met up with some friends and caught up that we hadn't seen in forever. I watched uh, I watched the Mavs game at home on my couch. Nice, that was cool. Like I have a TV and a, I, I didn't have furniture last time we were here. Um, I had a rug. Look at you coming up in the world. I just had a rug. Is it because she moved in? Uh, yes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We call it her big girl furniture. Nice. We left my uh, IKEA couch that was all broken. No. no not putting my nose up to Ikea because it's kept me in with furniture my adult <laughs> life. But uh, Got rid of that giant spool that was the coffee table. Basically. You know. It was a hand-me-down coffee table. My boy's got sure. the come up. But uh, no, she had nice furniture and, you know, she... Uh, uh, we just... That's my excuse for... <laughs> <laughs> why why I had just an empty home into uh, you know that's what women do they so women you know at, at the same age level they they go out buy the nice furniture and stuff and us guys man we're content with just like lawn chairs in the living room and you know maybe cardboard yeah cardboard down. boxes shh, 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 don't want me in with that boy <laughs> All right. Okay. I, like, I like nice things. Old box spring having nice ass. I like nice things. Old box spring on the on the bed on the nah, floor. No box spring mattress on the floor. You're I, good to go. When she moved in, she did. There was this huge box that showed up with like a bed frame. <laughs> I had a king size mattress on. Yeah. Uh, it's like a dual box spring, but uh, <laughs> on just a lot a of. I, I'm just enjoying a lot of really fine, nice things now. Hey, that I have a fantastic. I, I tricked a wonderful woman. Oh <laughs> my! Sounds like a win-win for you. Everything's good. We have an air fryer. We're bougie. New tax bracket. <laughs> good lord! The air fryer was a game changer for it us. Is, it's. Shit. The oven's there for looks now. <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't even use that thing. We're about to get a Blackstone uh, grill to put in the backyard, Ooh, and then we're going to do a... Uh, I just got a flat iron grill on the backyard. Yeah. Love that thing. We're going to do one of those like Komodo, whatever, like the green... Komodo dragon? You're going to get a Komodo dragon? Is. Komodo yeah. dragon? Dude, those things are dangerous. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they can kill you with a bite. That's you know, fine. I think they, yeah, venom, bite. right? Yeah, they have yeah. venom in their It's fine. It's going to kill you. They're like 100 pounds. Yeah. A lizard. Yeah, it's going to cook my meat, too. When our old buddy Zeus comes back into town, Dustin, y'all got to come out. Uh, <clears throat> I want to have something here at the house. I want to have like a nice little cookout. And- Let me know. It's just got to be on like a Tuesday. Though. Of course. <laughs> 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 it's going to be fun. We're going to have a, a grand old time. Man, I uh, I know we were thinking about trying to get together for the Sunday Mavs game, but I'm yeah. almost glad we didn't because that was just like. It hurt. Got, it hurt. That felt like yeah. some. Mm. I've been pretty depressed. It kind of felt out like about. a Cowboys game. At all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh. first two games looked so good, and then oh, the next amazing, two games, you know, it's just like there was only one player that was in it to bring it, and the rest of the team just seems like they're all trying yeah. to make threes for yeah. whatever reason. They can't get in the paint. Let's talk just, about it because yeah. I mean, I've been a dream. Like it'd be a dream to be like a NBA analyst. I, yeah. you know, I play a little ball in school, and uh, <laughs> we heard. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell already, like, how tall he is, you always tall. Not a lot. There was a lot of bench sitting, so I had a lot of chance to you know sit there and like analyze and really think about like if i was athletic this is what i would have done you know he didn't just what? go to school for basketball or anything so you weren't like the what's his face in varsity blues sitting there reading like a, a book behind the playbook no, no okay. I, I was just sitting there just thinking like what excuse do i have to tell dad why i got no minutes again today? like oh. that ankle was killing me. No. <laughs> i don't want your life but uh no man the Mavs. Come so on. okay so you analyze uh why have we lost the last two games I just don't want to, I want to sound really like objective, but uh, get in there, get in there real nice and deep. Like, well, we play better on the road. I I don't know what that's about. I don't know if that's like a little, just like no pressure type of thing. Yeah. We went to LA and I think it's a little bit like we didn't have a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. They kind of did a little bit. And then there's the whole, like they kind of tank to get us. And then we come out there and you got guys like Hardaway Jr. Who I love him, but like, he's not, 
man, I feel like, like just blasphemous. Do it. He's not what he was those first two games. No, no okay? not at all. That's no. the height. That's like the, this is great. But every time he hits one of those awesome shots, I'm really excited. But I'm like, game three, like he came out and he had a couple shots in that first quarter. And you're like, is this about to happen though where those don't go in anymore? But he just keeps shooting those because all our guys, like who is doing anything other than Luca? And it, it feels <clears throat> very much like there was two options. One, it's, well, the offense is Luca. Go play basketball and do stuff. Yeah. Let's yeah. set you picks. Yeah. Right. And then when he gets triple teamed and isn't hitting crazy shots, he's kicking it to other people. And they just throw the ball up. And they for two games, they were lights out. We were shooting like unreal. And yeah. LA wasn't doing that great. And then you get to game three and like that first half of the first quarter was right. great. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden we just became like normal again. It was like, we are who we thought we were. But that first you know I mean? quarter was we were up by 15, right? Yeah, 19. Mm-hmm. 19. Yeah, and like, dude, I expected more from the player that whose name rhymes with Schmore Schmingus. Kristaps. Mm. I, I yeah. expected so much more this the game. I just, well, What's going on? Dude, I have no idea. Dude, he, he, he should win every one-on-one. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, me, for sure. Let me tell you, he, he reminds me of, he, he reminds me heavily of like Shaq in regards to just the the man can't hit a free throw to save his life. It seems like we talking about Luca. Or no, I'm talking about. Right now? I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah Luca was oh, like fifty percent at the line. Yeah. Dude, he was injured the other night, and he still played balls to the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did. I mean, what do you? What, what can you do? And then like, it's like I like I t- told them, I think we're gonna lose Luca. I think we're. I think as soon well, as his contract is up, you were right. We don't have a number two. We don't. What, Hardaway's the number two. Kristaps probably yeah. number three, and they haven't been bringing Jalen Brunson has been doing all right, but you can't, I mean, like... He's legitimately supposed to be a... the If, if he's a starter, he should be the fifth best starter. Yeah, absolutely. And Or he should be, like, your second guy off the bench, right? Yeah. And Porzingis, you just expect a 7-3 dude that's that athletic and talented skill-wise. Anytime he has a one-on-one matchup, he's like, we'll say... Winning that two out of three times, yeah, at least, right? Yeah, and I feel like when he faces up, I always think about Dirk. Dirk found a way; he would face you up and create yeah. space. Now he's not Dirk. No, he's one of the greatest ever. You yep, know? he's my he's my oof, Dirk. The goat. Dirk. <laughs> uh, we pray into drawing, the goat I'm now. Just, I'm just drawing a forty-one. <laughs> das Guten Bratwurst. Um, he would create space. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he was gonna get his shot, and it's just a jump shot because there was nobody defending it because right. he created space or faded. And when I watch Przingis face up, anytime he moves, he is now being pushed away from the basket. Right. So he's open shots and dunks. Yeah. Like oops from Luca. I don't know when he's doing other things other than that. And I, I shoot, I, I want him to prove me wrong next game. He may come out and drop thirty and fifteen. That'd they be have awesome. To. They really have but to. You haven't seen anything like that so no. far. And the Clippers are just like a nightmare matchup for yeah. us. Especially because yeah. you got Kawhi on the other side. Paul George really exploded. Yeah. Uh, game four. Mm. Um, They've got three or four that are like real good energy and feeding off each other yeah. and going for it. Like I'll say one thing about last year when we played the Clippers in the first round. I think if Kristaps if was there, I think we would have won the series. I think if he was healthy, we would have gone further. I think we would have made it to the the Western Conference Finals. But the way he's been playing here the last two, two games, I just I can't see it. We, uh, I'll go back to Lucas. He's not going to be here. He's going to go to the Lakers. I really hope not. He's going to go to the Lakers. Shut your mouth. Uh-huh. Because and it's it sucks to say because we we 
came off of Dirk, which is another subject uh, is really tender because we quite, you kind of squandered his talent away. We should be three time champions right now. At least two, at least two. Like Probably, the, yeah. the, okay. Have you listened to, have you listened to the whistleblower podcast yet? No, no. I'm sending that to y'all. Listen to it. It's going to get you steamed up. Oh. <laughs> and they talk about all the ref gambling. Oh, in six dude. And Dwayne Wade, but dude, was that, was that, um, before the, um, um, what's that? Um, the ref Donahue. Donahue. Was it's that? all about him. Oh my god! Dude. Uh, I look forward to hearing that. Then, yeah, it's like sure. the same situation. We were up two, two nothing. Yep. Yeah. So it's like oh six, oh seven. Yes. Yes. With the 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 Golden State Warriors. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like oh well you know um Donnie's dad's like coaching or Donnie's coaching you know, the warriors. So he knows all of our right. inside outs and we had Rick then, right? No, we had Avery Johnson. We had Avery. Yeah. Yeah. Avery. And then he, he, he got fired the next year, I think, yeah, but yeah. dude, that was, we were the best team in the league. Uh, Dirk won MVP that year. Mm-hmm. We won like 67 games. Yeah. We were, we, we had the, mm-hmm. we were the best team in the league. All right. Final words. Cause you know, we've been talking about this and it's actually just kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah, so Javier final words on the whole Mavs game. Uh, we're going into game five. That's two and two. Charles said that we weren't going to win another game. I think we'll win this next one, uh, depending on how we do and we perform. They said Luca's doing a lot better from the other night. And yeah, I think he's almost if, like fully healed. I, I think. think if he's at a hundred percent and other people can step up, um, we need Brunson to come up. We need um, Chris Stapps to not be Chris Stapps and outperform the critics. But I think we can win this last game, this next game. I don't know if we're gonna we can win the series though. I just don't think. And Hardaway needs to live. Hardaway's up to his, been he needs, doing. He's been doing. He needs to make Daddy proud. Yeah, keep living up to his hype. I mean, he needs to. Twenty-five and thirteen from Chris Stops. We win Game Five. We win the series, and I'll bet some Doge on it. Oh, oh. you know your boy got some excess Doge. You know he's just like <laughs> sitting on it. I I hope that we're fired up uh, in the next two games to be able to come back like we did the first two games. I think they've got a lot of work to do, but they can do it. They know that they can do it. They just need that fire in their ass. And so hopefully losing two in a row and not even like a good game. Like this past game was just awful, man. It was bad. And it was like, oh, we can get back within 10. And then we just never did. What what was the end like difference? Was it like 15, 16, something like that? It was just like a huge, I feel like it was a huge difference. Maybe it wasn't. The biggest gap was like 22 points, I think. It was huge. That yeah, was it biggest. was ridiculous. So uh, hopefully that fire comes back. What On do you the, think, Tim? Uh, I'm not I'm not holding my breath because every uh, DFW sports team seems to let me down. So yeah. we uh, we have a lot of like uh, a big show, and then it's like, all right, then that's all we got, and then they just stop. On the group chat, Luca is shooting like 40, 40% from the three throw line, which is correct. He was missing a lot the other night. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. I on thought the that's what you line. meant by Shaq comparisons. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Nick, for the, que- for, the, for the answer. But did you know that Shaq in his career has only made one three-pointer? Uh, yeah, it's what? like deep, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't surprise me at all. One three-pointer. And this was the Funky Panther Sports Center. <laughs> Da-da-da! Da-da-da! Didn't you have some uh, Mavs question stuff? Do you want to go ahead and get into that? Dude, since we've talked we, so much Mavs. Yeah, we could totally just jump right into that. Let me. Uh, Sorry, Dustin. I know we're going to talk about your stuff, but man. I mean, <laughs> no, st- <laughs> we, we went over it. I it gave you the cliff notes. He's not our special guest <laughs> after <laughs> all. We're just hanging out now. We're just chilling. You know, this is all this this party is. If we you just- knew how much the Mavs. We're just part of my heart. Dude, oh. you messaged me like right after I was like posting stuff about it and even like tagging or like uh, putting you and Luca 
I think I had a post with the Mavs, and you were like, dude. Just to be on like a post with Luca, I just want to. I want to. I want to meet the guy. I, like I'm a. Like, legit. I try to think about this as him being like a point guard or whatever. I'm six five, like two hundred and ten pounds. Yeah, he's twenty pounds heavier than me and two inches taller than me. He's a thick That's boy, Luca. He six is, seven two thirty. No he's shit, a, dude. Yeah. He's been playing since he was like Man. fourteen years old. Yeah. yeah. He's been a pro. I saw. I saw, I saw. After game two, it was the funniest tweet. It was just like, uh, it was like a picture of him when he was like. 14 and mm-hmm. went pro and it was like a 22 year old man child that's built like a marshmallow <laughs> just putting it to the left <laughs> so i hope these questions are about luca and his body because <laughs> we've got all the answers apparently from dustin all right so so first off i don't have buzzers for anybody so we got to come up with buzzwords so okay. like buzzer like is in like if i say the word then it's my turn to it's, answer the it's question? your turn to answer the question okay uh Shit. Y'all go first. I got nothing. Mm, moist. You're going to say just like that? Yep. All right. <laughs> you, you got a buzzword? Doge. Doge. Okay. <laughs> Sheesh. That's I your, knew it. All right. All right. I all right. fucking knew it. I knew it. All right. So, first question. What are the Dallas Mavericks named after? Mm. You have answers here. Short story, a novel, Broadway musical, TV show. Sheesh. Oh, I must do this. Uh, uh, TV show. Oh. TV show is correct. Gotcha. Oops. Hang on. Let's turn that up a little bit. <laughs> Rub it for good luck. <laughs> All right. Who was the first Dallas Maverick to have his jersey number retired? Derek Harper, Rolando Blackman, Mark Aguirre, or Brad Davis? Sheesh. Harper. Let's see if you're right. Moist. Mark Aguirre. Oh, Blackman. Are you kidding me? Brad Miller? Seriously? Brad Davis in December. Brad Davis, 1980, uh, when the Mavs acquired journeyman six foot three in guard Brad Davis. Yeah, he played for Anchorage Northern Knights. Wow. Of the Continental Basketball Association. We cut literally every Uh, wrong answer we could. uh, Fantastic. What is the Mavericks' largest margin of victory? Oh, um, you got 53 points, 33 points, 63 points, or 43 points? Moist. Okay. 53. Yeah, because that just happened. That just happened like uh, this uh, year. No, oh, really? On November 13th, 2014, the Mavericks recorded oh, nice their try. largest victory ever with a, a 123-70 to 70 win over Philadelphia 76ers. I oh thought Luka gosh. broke a record. Like, remember he... Maybe it was a personal record. Was uh, it a team record? I don't Probably know. Probably a personal record. Uh, margin for Dallas surpassed its 50-point win over New York Knicks, which was in January 2010. Uh, hey. Which Maverick is the youngest player in NBA history to record three triple doubles? Mm. Dirk Nowitzki, Jason Kidd, Luka Doncic, or Mark Aguirre? Jeez. <laughs> 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 it sounded like a drop in the water. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Luka. You're correct. Uh, Luka's the youngest everything. Yeah, yeah like that seems well, like a too easy of a question. But Not now. Uh, LaMelo got him on, I think, that, that same thing this year. Like the the youngest multiple triple doubles or something like that, Lamelo. Yeah, but I think Lu, uh, Lame- Luca is like uh, second and third in that, oh. and then LeBron's like first. So Got this it. is uh, on February 6, twenty nineteen, at age nineteen, Luka Doncic recorded his third triple double with nineteen points, ten rebounds, and eleven assists, and a ninety nine to ninety three win over Charlotte Hornets. Dustin, do you have a Luca jersey? I don't. Chelsea does. I don't. 
I don't either. I need one. Same. I got a shirt, but you know, I want to jersey. And, and then he goes to the Lakers, like you said. We're all fucked. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> so I imagine that y'all probably don't need the names on this one. This one should be pretty easy to just jump right in there. But who was the first Dallas Mavericks to win league Sheesh. MVP? Oh, dirt. You're correct, and that was the uh, 2006-07 season. Dirk Unfortunately, Nitsky. that was like the <sighs> shot a career best of 50.2 percent from the field. Great hair that year. Good lord, yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, that was the I, I hadn't had a sports cry. Okay, I had two sports cries. Ooh. One was whenever we lost the in 06, and then when we won the championship in twenty eleven. That was a really good. I, I remember. I was uh, crying with you in both of those. Oh my god! And then, yeah. uh, and then uh, Cowboys at Green Bay. Oh, the catch! Or it, yeah, yeah. Des caught Des. it. I had a good cry for that. Where one. Where were you when the Mavs won the championship? I was sitting. Uh, Back against the couch, butt on the floor, arms up at my buddy's rent house in Granbury. We, I was getting ready to like be done with college. My buddy, Josh Blevins, shout out Josh. He's out in Denver right now and uh, hanging out. And I was just like weeping as I was watching it happen. Oh my gosh. It was the best. There was a beer pong table to my right that we just like tore up right afterwards. But yeah. Frankie's baby. Same. We're at Frankie's. Yeah. We we like there was and it was hilarious because there was a Heat fan who like Ooh. had his had his phone charge. He was like talking mad. In the shit. state of Texas? In the yeah. state of Texas. Oh, he was yeah. like, there he was, was talking, a lot that came out of nowhere. He was talking but this one in particular, he was talking mad shit, you yeah. know? He yeah. was like, Man, fuck y'all gonna lose, motherfucker. We're gonna win this. LeBron's gonna take it over. And he's like he and I remember he got his cell phone, put it in one of those boxes where you charge your phone. Somebody stole the phone <laughs> and then he was like, Who the fuck took my phone which one of y'all did it and we're oh, like fuck up. you and so then uh, that's whenever uh, we won and just i got i i just dude the, we were going nuts the song in my head was um whenever the mighty ducks beat that the, the upperclassmen you know and like the the logo the new logo for the mighty ducks fell in there i was like oh we fucking won this i think yeah. i need to watch the mighty ducks again because he has so many mighty ducks references yeah recently love you wore the, the jersey Great last, flicks. yeah but it's been so long since i've watched any of them i need to go back dude when dirk puts his hands on his head and oh the walks in the come on yeah, yeah man let's have a cry right now he just yeah. jumps over he <laughs> jumps sure. over and you see that and you're like bro dude that picture with him looking at luca luca's like you see yeah. Luca from oh, the yeah. back and he's in the stands whoop Man, come on, legit. God, that was a great. That was a great sports cry. That's my last real great sports cry. All right, enough of your sports cries. Seems <laughs> like let's move the hell on. Who holds the franchise single season record for assists? Brad Davis, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, Derek Harper. Doge. It's J Kidd. Ooh, hey! Very nice. And just his second season, point guard Jason Kidd set a Mavericks record uh, with 783 assists. That's incredible. Yeah, I was going to uh, say wow. the beginning of his career. He would go on to lead the league in assists five times, 1991 to 2001, 2003 to 2004. Um, which Maverick holds the NBA record for most consecutive free throws made Coach. in the NBA? Okay. Ooh. Steve Nash. That's not even on there. It's oh, not? No. no. Damn. Damn. Real right. confident. Real confident. Made in the NBA playoff game. Jamal Mashburn, Rolando Blackman, Mark Aguirre, Dirk Nowitzki. Sheesh. Okay. A. No. Jamal Mashburn. Yeah. They were never. They Dude. never. They never. I don't think I'm allowed to Jamal, answer. Jamal Mashburn never made the playoffs. You can the after they after after they answer. Uh, hold on. Um. Moist. <laughs> okay. It's, really, it's your turn. You know. Rolando Blackman. Ooh. Mark Aguirre. Dirk. 
That is correct. In game really? one. So I, I, I was a little overzealous there and I did, didn't get to the playoff part. And I don't even yeah. know if Steve Nash was the right answer. I just had a conversation with a dude at the gym the other day about Steve Nash's free throw records and it was on on your mind. Caffeinated yeah. or something. Side question. Yeah, like, do you think we would have won more titles with Steve Nash? Like, 100%. Do you think, like is that is that one of the things that irks you? Like we we could have won uh, more. That's yeah. what Mark Cuban's like I mean, one of his greatest. I think so. Dude, this I love really, Steve Nash. Man. Yeah. Him and Dirk, their their energy together. They were going to win one eventually. Like yes. no no disrespect to Michael Finley, but I think Dirk and Steve Nash. Like, yeah. Especially because Steve like had a MVP like three two or three years or Twice, something like yeah. that. Twice. And with the Suns, he was the balls out. He even made the finals one time. Yeah. Western I mean, Conference Finals. He yeah. never made the finals. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But good lord, man! Oh, like four oh five oh five oh six. I think he was the MVP. But that was that was he he, he was perfect. Yeah, uh, Mark Cuban is. Mark Cuban said that the the big, one of his biggest career mistakes in Mavs was was splitting them up and letting letting Steve Nash go. Um, he was a true number two. Yeah. What is the uh, longest winning streak in Mavericks history? Nineteen games, twenty one games, fifteen games, or seventeen? Doge. Okay. It was seventeen, and it was the beginning of a season. It was like the first seventeen games of the season. I remember that. I remember that. In 2006-07, the Mavs notched multiple double-figure winning streaks, including a 17-game streak from January 27th to March 11th to help them finish the season with a 67-15 record. Do you you remember uh, that? That was, no, 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 2011 was the season. But uh, 2011, when they won the title, after um, guy who always chewed the uh, straw, tough juice on Twitter or something like that. I don't know. Um, They just played, they, they had a, Oh, like you know the pledge they're like we're not going to lose any games for as long as we can and they just wore like black suits all the time during the 20, 2011 run and that's they're like man we're going to we're going to go the we're going to go to the fucking playoffs we're going to wreck everybody and who can say hey shut up <laughs> cool story hansel <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do do you think real talk do you think that the 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 road the Mavericks took in 2011 <laughs> Right, the, no the, shit. The road the Mavericks took in 2011 was that the hardest in NBA history. Yeah, man, I see so many things. It's like it's the most like underappreciated championship run. Right when you look at it, it oh was, yeah, God. We were like the bad news bears. We went against like a uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma with a uh, Harden, uh, Durant, Durant, and Westbrook. Come, Lakers coming off yeah. of back to back. Yeah. yeah. Good and Lord. Portland, Portland, right? Yeah, Portland was in the first round. Yes. And we were I will never forget Charles Barkley picking Portland to beat us. Yeah. Calling, calling Dirk Soft. They always had our number though. Yeah. They would have our number. And I remember the game where they they won by like 50 something. Mm-hmm. I think those I just remember being a work at T-Mobile for that shit. Okay, yeah, they're we got me to, two more questions. We got two more questions. Okay. All right. Uh <laughs> who was the Dallas Mavericks first head coach? Richie I can't even pronounce his name. Richie Valens? Debato, Don Nelson, John McLeod, McLeod, uh, and Dick Mata. Boys. Okay. Dick Mata. You just wanted it because it says Dick, but that's right. Wow. He had guided the Washington Bullets to the NBA championship in 1977 to 78, was hired as the team's first head coach. He had a well-earned reputation of being a stern disciplinary. Uh, but was also a great teacher of the game. That Dick's a real good coach. And Ooh. final question final to question. wrap this up: Who's win- do, are we keeping score? I don't He's even not remember. Not keeping score. Yeah. No, no. I won. Um, yeah, I won. 
Uh, number 10, who did the Mavericks defeat to win their first NBA championship? Duke. Okay, go for yeah. it. Miami Heat. Miami Heat. Redemption, baby. And Redemption! Going into their 2011 mm. NBA Finals, the Miami Heat were heavy favorites with the, their newly acquired superstars, LeBron James and Chris Bosh, along with returning superstars, Dwayne Wade. But the Mavericks defeated them in six games, avenging a 2006 NBA Finals loss and claiming Dallas's first NBA championship. Mm. You know, that's what made it sweeter, though, because that yeah. was the year of the big three, and they're like, not one, not two, not three. You know? It yeah. just it felt so really good. good. Oh, yeah, it was great. That was, I, I, dude, I remember that. It, it was, was the awesome. peak of my Dallas sports fandom, and I am a Dallas sports fan to a fault all the way through and through. All right. And if it wasn't up for uh, Javier's, you know, oh, let's Horrible talk story. more about this and talk stories. We could have gotten through that a lot faster. Oh, yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was fun. Or we could have done time. more questions because there's three pages, 10 questions each. <laughs> Holy shit. So, you know, maybe later. Well, that was fun, man. Thanks for putting those questions together. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time. It made sense. We were already kind of talking about the Mavs, right? <clears throat> but you know what? We need to get some more pressing issues here. Back to Dustin. Is it about aliens? Oh, okay. No, oh, it's, it's about aliens. aliens. Oh, wait. Yeah. Just listen to the Joe Rowe, Neil deGrasse Tyson. We oh, about I aliens. need to listen to that. I saw it on it's the- It's good. It's good. It is? I mean, Neil deGrasse Tyson just shits on all of the fun things Joe wants to talk about about aliens. Yeah, it's just, well, I can debunk that real quick. I saw him live. Come on, Neil. Just come on and <laughs> give in. Just tell like, us that I aliens think this is right. And I think yeah. you're an alien. Neil, Joe. quit. <laughs> <laughs> you know too much, Neil. If Neil deGrasse Tyson just looked across from Stone Joe Rogan and was like, Joe, I'm an alien. Joe would be like, I knew it. <laughs> How many people would fucking believe that too? Oh, I would. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I gotta stop being Joe Rogan listen like guy. Like I'll be like, dude, the other day I was listening to Joe Rogan and you know, I was thinking about this thing and it's just like to like 80% of people, unless they're the, like your Joe Rogan listening Uber yeah. driver that is like super cool. Like everyone's like, well, this is not going to make any sense or be no. valid. I have to pee. Elon is also an alien. Yeah, By for sure. Yeah. Nah, oh, yeah. Or 100%. robot. Robot alien. Robot, robot alien. aliens. Um, <clears throat> Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to bring up, so speaking of aliens, and this is off topic, a new single release on 611, huh? Yeah, yeah, 611. Um, really excited about that. I guess we just did our first post on like socials last week. Yeah. I felt like it was pretty cool. It was, that. it was a little short rocking Yeah, a little, just a little, 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 little teaser. teaser. Yeah. A little teaser, a little taste. Um. But yeah, I've been so excited about this one for a while. It's like all of the music we've been sitting on since the beginning of 2020, you know? Yeah. Um, and if you come to live shows, it's like we play most of the songs that are on the record. Um, not all of them all the time, but, um, you know, as far as putting it out there for people to listen to, there's a lot of people that the only, um, like their only um, experience with my music or the band is just what's on Spotify. Right. You know, it's like three songs that are uh, acoustic and yeah. then pretty okay. And it's interesting, like somebody, um, I guess I won't say who, but we got hit up. Uh, I got hit up to open for somebody at Tulips a while back, um, acoustic. And I looked his music up and he was a bigger artist. And um, I was like, man, I just, I don't know if I'm the fit for that. Because this guy, I could have done it acoustic or whatever, but that guy was like very singer songwriter yeah. and like and I, I i do that thing well or whatever but it was in regard to like when we were going to release this next single yeah and i was like i just don't think we're a match for that but then it's like well the only thing these these folks know about what what i do is like 
emotional singer songwriter guy. Right. And then pretty, pretty okay. It's a radio jammer. Right. But, um, yeah, June 11th, we're releasing like, I feel like pretty okay. Was the like very palatable and easy to receive yeah. like, singable. It's a vibey song. It's cool, but I'm just ready to kick the doors in with the next one. So we're releasing bad love as the next. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't like said that yet. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> You know, you exclusive, heard exclusive, <laughs> um, exclusive, exclusive. But we're releasing Bad Love, and it, it's like it's a song that I. Um, Sorry, Jesus! I love how you shut the door so you can get eyes, <laughs> well, and then yeah, you just I'll come in some. here and I'll take some. That's why I got it. I don't want to be so. My God, with my boys. Take another little I'm pour. Good. This I'm another, let's take another. Pour? <clears throat> yeah, of course. Thanks for bringing the the bourbon. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Shout out. So we had Silver Star whiskey. Yeah, we had the we had the regular whiskey last yeah. time. This is our straight bourbon, which is what I was trying to get, and that is delicious. Really good. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna tag them in this. I can't yeah. see how much I'm pouring. They they hit us up on social more? media sometimes. More, they're they're awesome and love going there. Oh yeah. In that little bar. You need a little? Yes, please. All right. Yeah, see, I need to check out there. I need to check that little bar. We need to go together. That'd be a good time. Um so bad love. Uh, I'm just spilling. That's no, go for That's it. Fine. I'm I'm just, you know, I don't know. Um on June eleventh. Yeah, so bad love on June eleventh, and it's just uh I so I started writing this song. Uh, before I even moved to Texas. Okay. All I did is just had this like guitar riff that I was working on and it was just like a guitar exercise for me and I started turning it into like my own little song. I had the riff and I basically had what the music was going to be um, and I was sitting, I'll, I'll never forget, I was just like sitting in a similar chair to this with my feet propped up on my bed and I was staring at uh, like across my full, like my made bed at my alarm clock, I still had an actual alarm clock. Yeah. <laughs> I just got rid of that alarm clock, actually. Aww. I was like, I don't need this. I got the phone. But um, I was, <laughs> I I just, in like 30 seconds, I wrote down, um, lying in bed with the voice in my head. It's another night watching the clock. Toss as we turn, we live and we learn the best drugs are the hardest ones to stop. And I just was like, need to save that. Yeah. <laughs> and it just stayed in the notes in my phone for like, Two and a half years or something. Shit. I guess that was like 20, yes, summer 2017. I wrote that down. Yeah. And I never did anything else with it. And then we were in the studio and I showed it to Bo, my producer, and he was like, Yeah, I could get down with this. And he had like a little idea of um, the direction the chorus should go. And that turned out to be the right thing to do. But I still hadn't finished the second verse of the song. I had a chorus and I had a hook. Um, I guess I kind of felt like it wasn't there yet, though. It needed something. And Fort Worth guy that I had been uh, looked up to for a long time, been to a lot of his shows growing up, and just been bugging, blowing his DMs up about, will you please write with me, Joey Green. That's yeah. a guy you should have on the podcast one day, man. It's just like one of my favorite songwriters. We sat down at a picnic table on like a Tuesday at Magnolia Motor Lounge, like three in the afternoon. And I just like showed him a song. He was like, really cool, really cool. Um, I was like, yeah, man, I, this is my second verse. It's not good enough or whatever. And he just like, how about this? Does it? And I go, yep, that's the second verse. <laughs> and he was like, cool. What else do you want to do? I was like, well, I got this chorus, but I'm like looking for like, I need one line in this chorus to like really make this tag hit. And he goes, huh, play it, play it. How about this? And I was like, yeah, that's it. Okay, this song's done. Cool. And he goes, awesome, man. Uh, you want to get another beer? What else you got? <laughs> and we wrote like three songs that day just like sitting there. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Um, and some of those songs are still just like stuck in notes and voice memos. Yeah. And they'll come out on like another record. Or I something. think we've talked about like process of music and like how people like sit down and write music. 
Like we were like, man, we, we, Chad, whenever they did a sweet Clementine, like they were like, we were drunk and high and we were like, oh, what are we? I was not high. Uh, the I other guys drunk. were, yeah. <clears throat> Chad was drunk. So like, you know, they were, he was, Chad was like, oh yeah, you know, it makes it sound really good. And we were like writing music and it just felt like fun. You know, maybe this is how it feels like whenever you write a song. So is it like, whenever you do that, are you in the, in like the zone? Are you like, just in that mood where, all right, get a couple of drinks in us. Um, we'll talk about it and talk it through it. But it seems like, like he just like, he was a natural with it. Like, yeah. I mean, Joey's one of like the best songwriters you're ever going to find. Like yeah. he's incredible. He lives out in Nashville now. And I think that dude has so many co-writes. He has more co-writes in like a year than I have songs I've written in my life. Wow. And like, he, like, like hundreds of, I think he's to the point where he just like, he forgets. He probably, watch the podcast, Joey, because uh, he's going to be like, oh yeah, I, I, I'm a co-writer on that song. That's cool. I wonder why Dustin keeps bugging me. I completely forgot. I got a, I got a call from somebody asking about it. And I was like, what are you talking about? Forgot to, uh, that I wrote Mozart's Eighth. So, but um, he, go Well, ahead. no, I was just going to ask you real quick. Um, whenever you're, are you doing, do you do get a riff in your head first and then start coming up with the song lyrics or do you have like some lyrics down and you try to find a riff that fits it. I think it just kind of comes at the same time yeah. most of the time, but sometimes it's one or the other. Like my voice memos, like I'll be driving and stopped at a light and I'll hear like a cool riff in my head and I'll like pick up my phone and I'll just hit the voice memos real quick and I'll be like... That's actually my next song. I'll write so. that. I'll write that one day. <laughs> copyright. Yeah, yeah. Copyright. And I'm like, I literally, if I ever lose my phone and somebody goes through it, it's just going to be like, what is this dude talking about? <laughs> He's nuts. He's, he's got alien. one line in his note that's like, you know, like super emo, like, you know, uh, your tongue is hot and your 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 heart is cold. And <laughs> like, this what? can only yield an empty soul. And he's just like, like, what is wrong with this guy? He has no friends. But this guy plays a, this guy plays a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. And then he's scatting into his his voice memos. <laughs> yeah, I mean I've just been super like I've been super curious about that because, you know, everybody has their own little different styles and stuff. And, you know, and, and whenever you start looking at different other bands, you think maybe, well, the singer must be writing all the lyrics. And then you find out that's not the case. It's right. the drummer and the bassist got together. And they came up with these lyrics and they're like, here, make something. I think that people that are like more skilled and talented at it than me maybe have like a more... Um business-like process like today i need to write a song about this yeah um well i well, did see your calendar tomorrow you're gonna write a number one hit number one hit tomorrow yeah that's, that's just, tomorrow we haven't thought about the that calendar. it's gonna happen whenever yeah. that happens i'd like recognition for us like as a podcast <laughs> for the like, motivation dude the funky panther are like you know fuck them guys but hey thanks for helping me write this song <laughs> y'all just you number know what one we hit. need to do um what did i where did this happen um Oh, oh, some, I have no some, idea. Some, somewhere, it's like your questions in your fishbowl. It was like <laughs> throwing in like topics and different yeah. things, and you like draw them out and try to make a song with it. And it's like, like, <laughs> like you, you kind of can. Like I, I dude, one that time, would be a hell of a lot. Of, that would be a good time for sure. It's, it's really fun. I, I sound, uh, I'm gonna sound kind of like a, a jerk or tacky, but like, uh, like a, somewhat making fun of a lot of the mainstream pop Nashville country music. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. And so somebody yes. like challenged me, and I had done some of the, you know, the drinking and the things. And I'm sitting there with my guitar, and they like play me a song. I was like, nah, I can write that. I can write a better song than that in like two minutes. And I'm not even that great of a songwriter. Come on, let's go. And I wrote this song called Country Queen, and like like this. And it was like, oh my gosh, if I could remember this, <laughs> uh, I was like, 
She's my she's my country queen. She's my bonfire babe, and we're tailgate talking, and we're staying up late and <laughs> driving down. And I was like, uh, "You just did a hundred Toby Keith on the back roads, and we're driving them roads that nobody knows." Or oh some my shit. god, like, dude! I swear like, to, it's I like sw- a song like that. I swear like, to Christ, you better write that. I've heard that on the radio. <laughs> no, no, no. We, that's it's every single Nashville <laughs> yeah, song, exactly, like pop yeah. song. I've heard that before. Out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it's just a mashup. That right. is like, uh, amazing. We need to. Cl- I, we need to. I gotta find it somewhere. I think there's a voice memo somewhere. But uh, yeah, Afton, Afton wrote that she's it's like a like, uh, circa 2011 voice memo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, for me, man, most of the time, like I try to make it an exercise. Lately, it hasn't been the case. I've been very focused on. I've kind of complained about it. It's been like this is really weird. Like I wrote an album. I had all these songs for it. We picked the amount of songs that we wanted to be on that full length album that'll come out sometime, you know, late summer and beginning of the fall. I don't know. What do you call fall or summer? Who knows when that summer, starts and yeah. ends? Summer. Summer. It's summer. It'll come out in that summer time. Yeah, that summer time. Uh, okay. But um, it's fall. <laughs> you know, you finish that and then I'm over here and we're like releasing the second <clears throat> single and like when we tour, we're playing that record. But I have a whole lot of songs inside of me that I want to be like playing and we, we'll like, I'll show them to the guys when we get excited. I'm like, I don't know, maybe we shouldn't be playing that yet because we have like a whole album that's coming out. Hadn't <laughs> <Yeah>, even <laughs> dropped yet. <laughs> like we can't skip that. Let's just like juice this orange all the way we can. But um, you know, we'll come back to those later. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're still there. And they're I, my voice memos. I uh, I have a handful of songs ready for the next record already, but um, we're gonna try to get the most out of these singles in this record that we can. But the songs that I really believe in, they they I, th- I hear other songwriters saying this, they just happen really quick. Right. Like I can sit down and I come up with cool riffs, and a lot of times lyrics don't really come with it, or I'll yeah. write down cool lyrics, and I might pull from them later. Like say I, most of the time though, when we when I put a song it's like like bad love i wrote 75 percent of bad love in less than 30 minutes wow and probably 50 percent of it in one minute yeah how does that happen i don't know and then you can spend <laughs> weeks trying to like write a song so finish it up put on those last touches right right and so like a lot of the lines that i write down in my notes i just pull from later like the there's a there's a bridge on the bridge on bad love going into the guitar solo i i think i blush every time i sing it and it was just a moment in the studio. It was a vibe, and I sang it, and I did some weird wannabe like uh, Steven Tyler Axel Rose stuff with my voice. <laughs> and it's rock and roll it as is, hell, man. It's, it's stuck, really, and now you got to really do it cool. every time. Yeah, but I also I was not even I like improved the lyrics, and it just stuck and worked. I did not. There was nothing written down. Wow. I just improved it, and the way we cut the this single as well as the entire record was. It was really cool. We went into the studio and we've got the whole band and everybody's kind of like blocked off. So like my instruments aren't feeding into this guy's microphone yeah. and stuff like that. And we would just play every song two or three times. And that was the comps. Oh, a lot cool. of times you go yeah. in, it's like you get a drum track to a click track right. and you just build from there. We just played the songs like two to four times. And then Bo, the producer was like, all right, let's go on to the next one. And so we cut 10 songs in like four half day sessions. Wow. You know, so that that was pretty cool. But anyways, yeah, most of the time when like songs like really like that I believe in and know are going to stick and hopefully put out, they come, the music and lyrics come together at the same time. That's really cool. Something I, I really admire about you and your music is that like, I really like uh, Pretty Okay. It's a great, it's a great song. Thanks it's so pretty okay. You know what I mean? But like, it's also very much different than 
well, everything you do is a little bit different, right? You've got some rock, you've got some country, you've got some slow, you got some fast. And so like listening to you live and being there and, and feeling that energy. I remember telling Javier when we were, <laughs> I wrote it down in the notes. Cause again, we had been drinking. Yes. I was like, yeah. dude, they're sitting down. And I feel so much energy from this dude because you were just so you were getting into it. Like you really feel the music. You're you can you can tell that you're proud about it. You're confident about the music you you're playing. But like it's so diverse. Like all the things you're playing. Like I can't wait for the single to drop because it's 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 so much different than Pretty Okay. Like nothing in the you know what I assume would be in the album is going to be all the same, right? Like right. it's just all no, going to be very diverse. It's fun. That, that's kind of what. Um, it, it, initially it was almost like a, an insecure thing. It was like, I don't know. How does this work? What am I? Cause I'm not Texas country, but I'm yeah. not rock and roll, but I'm not a pop guy or, but maybe I'm just a little bit all of it and that's all right. Like whatever. And I think, um, it sounds a little bit cliche or corny, but there's something about when I decided to be like, I just don't care anymore. Like you can't completely not care. I want people to like my music. Yeah. But more than anything, I think um trying, not trying, like not trying. Just being like, I'm just going to be me and I'm going to do it. And I believe in this. Play what you want to play. And whether it could be you guys doing a podcast and that's like your, your, your passion, your hobby, the thing that you want to do, or it could be somebody else, just whatever their profession is or whatever their dreams are or their art. It literally could just, I don't care what it is. I think there's a like a type of energy whenever you're doing the thing that you want to do and you believe mm-hmm. and you pour yourself into it and you're just unfiltered, authentic, and sincere with it. People pick up on that and it becomes not like a I'm playing music at you. Like we're kind of doing this moment and this thing together. And then that translates to be like other people be like, I'm just gonna do the thing I want to do. You can be painting a picture. I don't I don't know, like an artist. And it's just kind of like this shared energy of authenticity. And I think, especially now with how fucking fake everything is, especially on social media. I talked to a sweet girl today about trying to figure out how to be better at my social media. And it's like, how do I find a way to like very tactfully be cool, (laughs) but also not seem like a douche, (laughs) but get people's attention. And it's like, you know, I can, if I try too hard with it, I'm just not going to be me anymore, but yet I got to utilize it to a certain level. So, you know, with, um, with the music stuff, I just want to be me. And if people don't like it, that's cool. They just won't come to the next show. It's like the day, the day you start become stop becoming like genuine and how you're doing your things. And you're kind of just going through the steps of like what other people have done. I think it's one of, it's the time whenever you're like, what am I doing with my craft? Like, yes. Yeah. Like, what do I do? You know, kind of like with the whole social media thing. Like I want, I want to be out there, but I mean, if I'm going to have to conform to these other norms, I mean, I don't want to be part of it. Yeah. You know, your, your sound is like unique and, and great. And I mean, I, it's like you said, like if I, if I can't figure out like how to promote myself in social media like that to be kind of poppy, then I don't want to do it. There's like so, some people like we don't do a whole lot of covers, right? Y'all, yeah. y'all heard yeah. us do a couple yeah. covers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the few covers we do, I think we do them really well. Um, but I have like fun with them. When we, if we, if we play 15 songs, we might play like two, maybe three covers, right. maybe, you know? Um, but I pick those covers as like, these people have heard these songs before. It's not like I'm an, um, such an amazing musician that I'm going to make this so much better. So if I'm going to do a cover, let me do something that, uh, is fun to me that you're going to really see me having fun and you're going to want to be a part of that or that like really means something to me. 
You know, so a lot of times people suggest a cover, be like, oh man, I really wish you'd do some Van Morrison or this and that and be like, you know, Van Morrison is great, but I don't like, I just haven't had that moment with one of his songs that I was like, I need to perform this live because I'm going to enjoy that so much on stage. So what did I do? Hit me baby one more time by Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, I just I like it. had a ball with I it, you know, <laughs> uh, but I think it was a lot like we, I did that a few times and I think people had a lot of fun with it. Oh that. yeah, for sure. You know, um, have you considered like with the, again, being very diverse in, in the songs and the music, like, have you thought about it in your head? Cause it seems like something you would probably do. Cause it sounds like I, something I would do is that like, what radio station would this song be on? Yeah. Because they're so like, they're kind of all over the place, right? Like, like, do you think that uh bad love would be on the, uh, the ranch? Ben, I, sh- I showed it to Ben and he was like, well, have you heard the stuff Co Wetzel puts on here? Like, I think you could like say some of this yeah. stuff and be on here. Like give us a radio edit version though. Wait, right. to get back. But um yeah i think about that because it's like um there's definitely songs in the album that like the ranch it's just not in their vein right yeah but you know there might be some stuff for like kxt or like other radio stations and it's kind of cool to me yeah to think like i mean uh feel bad for like my my publicist having to try to like figure out (laughs) where that stuff needs to go because it's not as easy as like i'm a country guy and so it's gonna go to these country stations but um it's just a lot of fun to me honestly you know, and I feel like when the album does come out in what would we call Fummer? Um, <laughs> in Fummer, yeah. In Fummer. In Fummer. My favorite Fummer. Hopefully, people will like listen to the whole thing. Even if they only give a song like 30, 60 seconds and they skip to the next one, I'm just like so confident that there's no screamo metal on it and there's no, um, there's no legit rap on it. <laughs> That's Yet. not to say, and there won't Yet. be in the future. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I, I feel like there's something on that record. I can help you with that, by the way. With fantastic rap. Screamo? Oh, we gonna... No, not the Screamo. Oh, you should do a yeah, fantastic You should do rapper. a cover of No Diggity. Uh-huh. Like, that's uh-huh. what you should do. Ooh, yes. Yes, no please. Little collab? Yes, Little collab? Talking about the authenticity and stuff, I've seen some big name bands play that were like my heroes, right? Mm-hmm. And then I go see them live and I'm like, dude, y'all sold out. Like y'all don't y'all have no heart and soul into this whatsoever, but the guys opening for them, you're like, yeah. oh my gosh! Like I don't know who these guys are, but they just they just freaking killed it, mm-hmm. and they put all that energy and all and, and it really does. And I, I don't think a lot of people realize that until you're actually there seeing it that that you do have that what energy you put out. I mean, it really it really sets the mood for everything. Mm-hmm. And I still like Smashing Pumpkins. I loved them. Absolutely loved them. I went and saw them live. Absolutely hated them. Really? It was like these, these, they're they're just they sold out. Right. Yeah, that they just got have to that, such a level of success that it maybe. <clears throat> yeah, they didn't have that authentic feel anymore, which is it's sad. Somebody that I admire a lot is Sturgill Simpson. Y'all okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, again, <laughs> I I had a good buddy of mine, Lucas Bevan, and uh, Lucas was uh, just an aside. He. Uh, I probably wouldn't have played music if it wasn't for Lucas Bevan being so encouraging. He used to play music around here, but he lives out in West Texas now. Um, phenomenal songwriter. So if anybody anybody has the urge, go uh, Spotify him because he's got some great music. Um, but he gave me like a burnt copy. This is like 2014. Like the end of burning CDs like right yeah. around there. They were just <laughs> dying off. There's the last dinosaurs just like... <laughs> You know, the earth is freezing over and here we become fossils. That was that. I think that's literally the last burnt CD. <laughs> the rest of the hundred stack of yeah. unburned CDs. It was just, just the top. They just, they're they're gone. <laughs> they're gone now. But it was Sturgill Simpson. Um, 
his second record was was um, Meta Modern Sounds and Country Music, was okay. it was called, and blew me away. And I was driving to uh, Colorado from from uh, Granbury, so I had like thirteen hour drive, and I didn't listen to anything but that album on repeat. And like became a huge fan. Then I listened to his interview on uh, Joe Rogan, the first one. And he's had like three or four now. And you just listen to that guy talk about um, like his process of making music and just not not caring what people yeah. want him to make. His first record is very like Kentucky, Appalachia, uh, um, like folk country. And then the second one is like psychedelic country with a little <laughs> bit of rock influence. Like this dude has done DMT before for sure. <laughs> and then his next one is just like one of the most beautiful records I've ever heard. And he covers Nirvana in it. And then the next one, Sound and Fury, uh, is there's like guitar instrumental songs on it. And it is just like in your face rock and roll. And then he released just released like two a uh, two part bluegrass record. See, I love that. And he just, he, he, when you listen to him, he's like, man, I just go rent out like a house in the hill country or something. And we set up and we record out there and we just like drink and do whatever we want to do. And I'm not trying to make for anybody else. And he just does it his way. And yeah, uh, produced like Tyler Childers record. Yeah. And, like, I mean, he's maybe like one in a hundred million type of guy, but that's awesome. I mean, he does whatever he wants. And so there's like a connection to it. And you just see people like support the hell out of that. Cause it's real. Right. And it's flawed, but it's real. And people can relate to that. Well, when you want to rent out a house and just like drink all the time, we will help. We'll be there. I mean, we won't really help musically, but like just to support, you know, tell you what's good and what's not, we'll be there for you. But like, you know, like, uh, you'll be featured on one track, at least, uh, spit yeah, some yeah, bars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, did you ever, did you ever watch Sonic highways? Like food mm, fighters, Sonic highways? Like, no, but fighters. So I've been told a few times recently that I have got to watch that. Do you have like, they go to different venues Every like every track is recorded in a different spot, yep. but just like what, what you're getting is like every track is recorded in a different like location, different setting, different yeah, environment, different, legend, yeah. le- different legendary spots are okay. recorded, like yeah. Sound City in Seattle. Okay, you gotcha. Know, they recorded yeah, yeah. or you know Austin, they'd recorded huh. at somewhere. what's it called? Uh, Jack White's place or whatever. Yeah, or, yeah. no, uh, they uh, they recorded at uh, who's that guy that's saying saying something with uh, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Yeah. <laughs> they recorded at his uh, rec- uh, record shop, but um, yeah, it's really cool. Like I, I like the the kind of the, the way they did that. Like I'm drunk. I'm sorry. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's all good, <laughs> dude. That that's I mean, that, but that's a cool concept if you think about it. Like you're gonna get a different. I mean, every every environment's gonna give you a little bit of different sound, you know. And I mean, it's gonna be produced at the end and mixed down and everything. But there's gonna be that little bitty nuance, like that you're gonna pick up on on every single song, which that's, I think that's freaking awesome. I need to see it. I haven't seen it yet. All right. We are one Oh six in. So, uh, we are going to get to a couple of real questions and then Javier is got, he's got a list of some random ass questions. We're just gonna let him do his thing. So I'm sorry in advance for the questions that Javier has Hair tips. Uh, figured up. Um, I wish like my hair is really good. Like I, I condition it. I use dry shampoo. If like, I don't want to like over dry. No one cares. Okay. Enough. Uh, so one, stuff. We talked about, you know, we haven't really seen each other over the past few months. You've done a ton of shows. Which one of those shows were your absolute favorite and why? Man, oh, that is so tough. Put them on um, the spot here. It's yeah. really hard not to say, golly, that is so tough. I loved them all so much. I got to open for some people that I looked up to and play with some great people. I mean, man, the post show might have been my favorite one. Really? 
I, man, there was just a lot that went into that. And, you know, it was kind of stressful putting that, like finding a way to put together a music video. And then actually I hadn't watched it very many times, maybe like, maybe like once from start to finish. Yeah. Um, since it had been done and to watch it on the uh the big projector screen after our show and everybody be there and like i felt proud of it there wasn't any like cringe like ah well mom's gonna say it's good you know like i I was proud of it i was like you know what what the hell man that's really cool that's gonna exist forever i thought we did something that was sincere and good and tried something that was kind of a little bit I don't want to say it was like intimidating. That's a little dramatic, but I mean, it was out of my comfort zone. Right. I love how intimate it was. It was the, the whole, the whole show at the post was just super cool. And it had been a long time since um, it started earlier. Um, I had like some family come out that had not really seen me play. And that was cool, but lots of friends. And the fact that it was a sellout, it was, I think it was like a hundred, 105 or 107 or something like that cat venue, but we sold it out early. So like, I didn't have to be Jesus. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> that was all me. Javier's tanked. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get him at 4.30 in the morning. But well, you brought the bourbon, so it really is. I did. This is my fault. This is my fault. I brought gifts. But um, the post show was just really special. I hadn't ever played a show like that. Just two acoustic guitars and um, the keys. It was a really cool way to hear that and to feel like this is a whole other thing that I can do that I've never done before. And um, all the sound effects on this, this show like a, are going. What, what is nuts. it called? ASMR. ASMR. A- yeah. ASMR. Yeah. Just like just put the cork up there and just <laughs> some weird shit going on. Um, but that the, was a that was a fun show. If that was your favorite, then I'm glad that I was there because I, I, I think so. There was there was bigger ones. Yeah. There was more like like I mean, shoot. The we played uh, the 22nd with Giovanni and the Hired Guns at Mule Barn, and it was packed. And I thought it was one of the best shows as a band we'd ever played yeah like just start to finish i was like man we're kind of like feeling like pros at this thing this is great but the the magnolia motor lounge show obviously like finally releasing music and being able to play a f- like a, it wasn't a sellout but it was a full capacity show mm-hmm. and people could stand in front of the stage and be around that was great but i like if i have to pick one of those nights to relive i think it was the post nice love it yeah i i loved um the mags show because it was full of energy and the post show was like very, it felt very private like it felt like it was like inclusive it's like you were shouting out people in the crowd and we mm. were all looking around and people were listening yeah absolutely oh yeah like, and we we had a great time that's- i think that's a big test of songs too and it made me proud um that like i can put like awesome musicians on a record with me right and we can make amazing sounds and you can kind of like almost hide the lyrics within like really good music or hide vocal takes within like amazing mixing and production stuff. So if you're going to strip it down and play these songs that like are rocking on a record all the way down to like, you know, want to be in some of those more intimate ones mm-hmm. um, and play them that way and feel like people are still really connecting with them. It as somebody who's just dreamed of being able to be a songwriter and have the confidence to do that. It's kind of like this. Whew, like I just like bared it all. And like people like, at the very least, we're just like accepting of it. I'm not right. even going to say it was like awesome or something. Like people accepted me. Right. And that's well, no, cool like, feeling. like even with Chad, like every time he'd finish a song, I'd look at Chad and be like, yo, yo, everybody would be crapping. Crap. They were crapping God. all over the place. People were just crapping. Man, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. How good it was. And he was so in, good. They were crapping. I was like, yo, I looked at him like, bro, that was fucking badass. And he's like, yeah, man. I was really into it. It was a fantastic show. So much energy. I want to see more people. 
What? A lot of fun. I want to take more people. Yeah. God damn, this whiskey's really Hey, so uh, we know. Do you have any summer plans or touring plans coming up? Yeah, man. June is pretty uh, stacked up. So we've got. Um, We'll be at the Rustic Dallas with the Steelwoods. If you haven't heard the Steelwoods, man, they kick ass. They're so good. Um, I think, oh, I don't want to butcher this. No. I think they, they're actually like Afton's favorite band. I think that she was like their, their number one um, their number one Spotify listener of like the <laughs> last year or something. She's the one that made it happen. It's like like in her Instagram bio, like, hi, I'm Afton Strain. This is what I do. I listen to the Steelwoods more than anyone. But um we're playing with them at the Rustic Dallas on the 10th of June. Okay. I think there's a couple spots left. It's a seat. It's like a ticketed show for like yeah. you buy seats. But I looked yesterday and there was like a couple blanket spots in the back left and like one table or something. Um, what June, was, was the date for that? The date? Yes. June 10th. June 10th. I interrupted him. I'm sorry. Uh, June 10th at the Rustic Dallas with the Steelwoods. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then the next day on June 11th, we will be in Fort Worth at Tulips, our first time at Tulips Ayo. with Emily Wolf, and she kicks ass. She has her own signature, like Emily Wolf guitar. I think it's an Epiphone. Oh, Emily, I, if it's a Gibson, I, it's a Gibson or an Epiphone. <laughs> but uh, it's, one of the two. it's a three thirty five model. It's it's beautiful. Um, Shane, who it's plays a signature the guitar. Epiphone. 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 Yeah. That's what I thought. Because um, Epiphone is owned by Gibson, I yeah. believe, mm-hmm. and um, Shane. When we found out we got on the show, he just sent me a picture of this Epiphone like 335 black. Dude, it's absolutely beautiful. Awesome I'm looking at guitar. it right now. And he I want it. sends me a picture of it and he was like, check this out. I was like, that's awesome, man. I can't buy another guitar, Shane. And like, uh, but you know, I'm put that on my list. And he was like, no, look closer and like zoom in. And it's got her logo on it and it's so badass. Oh, wow. It's like a wolf and um, it, very cool. It really is. It's matte black. It has this like kind of murdered out look with some gold in there. It's Dude, that's so a, cool, man. I want it. And she's a hell of a I guitar. Like, she's a phenomenal guitar player. Her music is badass. Um, I had heard of her before. I hadn't really like dove into like listening to her catalog, but it's great. I feel like she's got some buzz around what she's doing. And so it's really exciting to go play a show with her mm-hmm. in Fort Worth. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we have a really good turnout. I think we've sold out all the tables already. Nice. Um, but they're going to, you know, a lot of GA room. And it's a really cool stage over there at Tulips. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm cheating on mags a little bit. but we, we really enjoyed it. We went one night uh, and we really liked that yeah. place. They've done a great job. And they've been, they've been really sweet and like promoting the show and stuff. Um, that's going to be really cool. And, you know, to release Bad Love um, that day more rock and roll it's a nice uh, nice to step into like kind of that different genre because she's got a lot of um you know i'm not gonna speak for her, but my impression whenever i was listening to music was like maybe some black keys influences okay. and like a blues rock and, and, and very riff driven um right up my alley i need to it, check her out it's great man and, and a lot of the videos she's playing trio i mean she you gotta be a badass to play trio mm-hmm. and, and make it good yeah um and then June 12th will be down in, I posted about it today, actually, in Conroe at the Pacific Yard House, um, opener to TBD. I don't know yet. Um, it's be a busy weekend for you. That'll be a busy weekend, and that's our Bad Love single release weekend, so making it a big one. Um, the following weekend, we have some pending things that I, uh, some shows that I'm not going to, uh, I can't. I've learned my lesson. I can't. I, I can't say the the pending shows that I'm really excited about. What's the lesson? Is, is Afton's going to beat you? Is gonna is beat that the hell? Afton will hurt me. 
I'm There's hoping no so. Like, I'm putting it out there. I'm not even like, like if I go like, missing, gonna... it's Afton. You like, know what? I, 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 <laughs> I see Afton backhanding you like, you're doing this all wrong. <laughs> no, absolutely. They're she, all going to laugh at you. She is a tiny, tiny human, but she is fierce. Um, I'm, scared of, I'm scared of her. But um, <laughs> I think you've got right to be. I, I that, get it. That should be a cool weekend. And um the following weekend, actually, we like leave on like a Tuesday and we go to New Mexico and we play in Aztec, New Mexico with Sam Riggs. And then we play in Fort Collins, Colorado on the 24th. So that's June 23rd in Aztec, New Mexico, June 24th at the Aggie Theater in Fort Collins, Colorado with Sam Riggs. And we're working on a little surprise 25th date that pending can announce it. Um, <laughs> And then I think we're still working on trying to find a 26th show to route back. I was hoping that it would work out and we would be out uh, in Idaho. Um, no, Utah. Utah. Um, but yeah, June's going to be pretty wow. jam-packed. Sounds uh, like it. A lot of fun shows. And I, I like to say like stuff that's really fun or impactful. And then um, stay, stay tuned for some of those pending shows to get announced as well as July is going to fill up. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff already on the books for July, even some cool events, festival type stuff that um, I don't think we've I don't think we've said that we're saying yet. I'd, okay. love, to, okay. I'd, I'd, I'd love to see you in Colorado. I think Man, be a that's really going to be a trip. lot of fun. I lived there for five years. So yeah. there's a lot of people have already bought tickets. And it's like really cool. It's like homies that I haven't seen in a long time, like sending me ticket, like screenshots of ticket links. I'm like, oh, that'd be a lot of fun. Like, yeah. I'm going to cry like it's 2011 cool. finals. Do you want to go? I would like to. That would be fun. Just I, be fun. I, I'm finally going up. to Red Rock. I'm going to go see Leon in Red Rock yeah. in October. Yo, this would be but cool. Like, that shit, though. Like, I mean, I got to take a trip, too. The Aggie Theater is That'd like... Trip. That'd be a good trip. I'm down. Think... Um, the end of June? End of June. End of June. June. Come on Let's up. Let's fucking it's go. A th- it's a Thursday night. End of June? There's a lot maybe, of maybe. fun things to do. <laughs> Dude, in I think calls. I can get it off. Like, you want to... Gross. Dude, <laughs> this is, hey, this is a family show. Well, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it off air. But yes, we right. we may be there. I mean, like, I'm always down. Holler at it, holler at me because there may be um, it may not just be one show in the area. Hey, we'll we'll talk about this after yeah, the show. Yeah, for okay. sure. Javier, good. when we get into your questions here in a second, yeah, you get to pick. You're gonna pick. Two. No, no, I'm gonna go no, fast. He's like, gonna, gonna go. I'm gonna go. Quick. Quick. Oh, okay. Afton said okay. top zero point five percent of listeners. It sounds like OnlyFans. Jesus, it what's sounds like OnlyFans. What's that that's, about? That's the that's the my my. <laughs> can I? Am I allowed to plug my OnlyFans on you? Here? Yeah, one hundred percent. We did. <laughs> Lucifer Juice sixty nine. You, you can just, find the Funky Panther. Actually, on don't look at Lucifer Juice. I'm serious. We are on. I am. I am exclusive feet content over here. That's all it is. Is that bit that big old six feet twenty it's, uh, feet? Uh, we it's, do uh, we do what's called mukbang, where we just eat a whole lot on on camera. Yeah, people so, people pay. Yeah. My, mine is just like it's a camera view of my feet watching uh, recorded uh, oh old Mavericks. Old Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. You yeah. just see some really They're long toes. Specific watchers, but and you pay. hear you hear weeping in the background as you watch <laughs> dirt hoist the trophy. That's all it is. That's disgusting. I'll join you, brother. <laughs> nine nine ninety nine a month, the unlimited right. content. And people are paying for it, so it's cool. <laughs> do you want to uh, jump right into Javier's, or do you want to go on to this next one? No, I think we're good. Let's get okay. into Javier's questions, and then we'll close out. Actually, real like, quick about like, uh, so okay. you're into Doge. Right. Uh, t- oh, talk about Doge. Doge, real quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> screw you, Elon. Yes. <laughs> I was on a riding a Doge high. I was telling everybody, "Yo, guys, I'm about to like get a tour bus because all this Doge." 
I never said that to anybody, but you, inside you, you I wanted to might. be able to say you that. You still Absolutely. might. We're going to hang early. on to that for it's a while. Very early. Hold, baby, hold. Time. I, uh, All right. T- t- talk to me about Ring Doorbell. Ring Doorbell? Yeah. So I got Ring Doorbell, and I've, <laughs> I've just... A couple things about Ring Doorbell. One, um, Chelsea and I decided to install that together. Okay. <laughs> How fun was that? Um, you know, I thought that, like... I, you know, I'm like, you know, there's no way we would ever split up. She's the love of my life. We are soulmates. She is perfect for me, and I'm so lucky. And like 12 minutes into installing Ring Doorbell, I was like, this isn't going to work out. This isn't going to work out. And it's mostly me, though, because I'm over here like I'm about to get electrocuted. I couldn't find the breaker. And the like, you know, she's like, I don't think it's that strong of a current. Quit being a wuss about it. I'm like, I don't know. We'll find out. And then I'm like. You know, I've no. got the flashlight in my mouth. I'm like trying to like do all this stuff. And she's like, I can help you. I was like, well, I got it. And like, <laughs> it's like watch how man works. And she was like, no, seriously. And after I've dropped the wrench like six times, she just did it. And I was just like, just please don't tell me. She did it in front of you. (laughs) She just like grabbed it and like put it together. She's like, I could have done this like 15 minutes ago. And I'm just like, she just seems way better than you. She, yes, absolutely. (laughs) I was like, you just finished the job. I'm going to go make you a sandwich. She's a real G. (laughs) She's a real G. Okay. So, um, second question, a record 25,000 foot skydive without a parachute just happened. Would you take that? Oh, are we into Javier's random questions? Okay, Okay. it sounds like it. So uh, would you do that 25,000 feet sky jump without a parachute if all safety precautions were taken? Like, would you do it? Like, I feel like the safety precaution is the parachute. What am I like? Am I falling into a trampoline? (laughs) I don't know. Technically, yes. There's like a bunch of nets that like take the weight. So like. They're they're literally telling me like other people have done this. Jump out of the plane, uh you're not going to get hurt. Yeah, like you're aim for the big net and it will absorb your. And it's a huge net. Yeah, like yeah, for sure. Are you afraid of heights? Uh, I mean, so like I did like a lot of like like baby um like hikes into the mountains and stuff like that, and doing some sketchy stuff when I was in Colorado, and like that's kind of scary. It is absolutely. I've gone skydiving before and that wasn't scary at all, but I was also strapped to a man that was much larger than me. And I was just like, you know what? Good Lord, you're a big man already. It's a whole thing. It was a whole story. I don't think we have time for it, but like this guy came around the corner and was like, I'll take him. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And I was on the front of him like a baby carrier. You're like, he'll, we, be, he'll be my Huckleberry. Do we need a safe word? <laughs> Kentucky. Kentucky is going to be the safe word. Uh, all right. So, um, Chad, stop deleting things like so quick. Would you fight one one horse sized duck or one hundred duck sized horses? <laughs> Again, Man. like one horse sized duck or a hundred duck sized horses. Give me the duck sized horses. Yeah, because I've been like prepping for like that little Chihuahua dog gang in my neighborhood. Yeah, okay, yeah. And Just I think punting duck sized like, horses. I'll punt them. I'll punt them. <laughs> okay, next question. What is your ideal Sunday? My ideal Sunday? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like... The Mavs doing better? Yeah, I was going to say like... <laughs> oh, like, dude, come on. That ideal Sunday is like I, I knock out my Costco run early. Oh, nice. Like I think they open at 10. I, and I'm just like, I get home, I chill, and I'm not doing anything the rest of the day except for I might go on one like 20 to 30 minute walk with Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, and then... Before the sun goes down, some sports I really care about come on. In the fall, it's the Cowboys. Um, right now, it's the it's the Lucas, and they win. 
Right, yes, right. And then we just we just snooze on getting bed by ten o'clock. So do you ever get like any Kirkland Select? Is Kirkland Select like a yeah Kirkland? Is Kirkland a, brand? Yeah, that's Kirkland Costco. everything. Is it yeah. a Costco thing? Yeah, it's a Costco yeah, thing. Yeah. Kirkland yeah. everything. Okay. We had a uh, legit crawfish boil this past Sunday, and I got the I got the uh, crab from uh, Costco. You got the oh, crab man. from Costco. We had crab, shrimp, crawfish, Scrimps. potatoes, corn. We had that the whole so day. Good. I'm going to tell you, it was bomb. Sunday's my Costco day usually. Yeah, yeah. So either Sunday, well, Sunday or Saturday. So, but. But typically Sunday because it's less busy. This well, is so I'm, cute. I'm all vaccinated up now, so I'm in that bitch without hey! a mask. What? Hey. Oh man, I just got canceled Let's somewhere. Go! I don't know. <laughs> Hold on, which shot did you get? What's up? Which shot did you get? I don't remember the the Modelo one. The Modelo one, yeah. <laughs> That's what I got too. Bro, bro, me me too, man. I'm in the Modelo gang. It's a Modelo special. I'm gonna fucking call it that from now on. Oh, which what shot did you get? Modelo oh, Modelo. Gang. You got the Modelo Especial. <laughs> Uh, another question. Uh, what is your dream collab? Dream collab? Yeah. Like any artist ever in like, the... Uh, anybody I mean, in history. Dead or alive. One. 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 Oh, man. I got to do 1A, one one. 1B. It, it, it would be John Mayer. Okay. okay. I saw be. your post earlier. I, I'm a John, I'm, I don't even hide it anymore. Let's John Mayer let's, stand let's, through and through. Wait, why, John, did, why did you hide it? Like, I used to just kind of be like, I need to be a little more hardcore than this. I haven't really... No. Nah. I'm just like, John Mayer... Modern artist, he's in my Mount Rushmore. He goes hard. Modern artist, he goes fucking uh, yeah. hard. John Mayer's a longtime listener. We'll get this happening. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> hey, John, John uh, hit us up, John. DMs, John. Um, but uh, Jonathan Tyler would also be real, real, okay. real cool for me. So you're just in the John gang. The John gang. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. All right. What was your first concert? Oh my gosh, my first concert. Well, um, my father would say it was ZZ Top. Because your mother the, was like yeah. six months pregnant and he needed a DD, I think. Um, <laughs> uh, tonight has started early. Um, but, but I think I want to say, I want to say it was Randy Rogers when I was like 13 or 14. Nice. Okay. Chen? Uh, Nickelback. <laughs> Fucking loser. Look at you, Nickelback. <laughs> I, I can't even hate, dude. Like, <laughs> I had all of their records, like, through, like, if you didn't school. like Nickelback, did you say, you're lying. Did like, you say look at this Nickelback? Look at this Nickelback. In <laughs> sync uh, for mine. Mine was Lincoln Park. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, you had a good one. Worth. Lincoln Park was yeah. probably my number one through, like, sophomore year of high school. Oh, Fucking yeah. Same. Primo, yeah. Come on. Really Mowed lawns every summer, just on repeat. Nick, I mean, <laughs> yeah. not Nick. Just, a little bit of, N- little Nickelback, Nickelback and Lincoln Park. Spice it up. <laughs> what is your perfect sandwich? Perfect sandwich? Yes. Okay. We're going to go um, some honey glazed ham, mm-hmm. some turkey, mm-hmm. Ooh. some bacon. Okay. All right. Lettuce, tomato. There's no bread on the sandwich. <laughs> Lettuce, tomato. <laughs> and meat. I want some of the, what is it? It's a Killer Mike's bread. I'm talking about. Is it the, um, is that what it's called? Like the sprout one? So. Hang on. Oh my gosh. It's very sprouty. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly you, only you been on it like the last at, couple months. It was another one of those things like I left the like Wonder Bread alone because Chelsea was like, like we, we're going to get an air fryer. We're going to have furniture. You can have nice things. Dave's okay. Killer Bread. Dave's Killer Bread. Dave. Killer Mike. That's a dude from like Atlanta or something. Killer yeah. Mike is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Think about it. He run the jewels on one half of run the jewels. He, um, a good guy here. Um, but. Yeah, the Dave. Dave we're talking about Dave's, Dave's Killer Bread. Dave's yeah. Killer Bread, and uh, give me some uh, some cheddar cheese on that thing, nice. mustard, Love and it. maybe a little dab of ranch on the lettuce uh, and ranch side. Okay, is it regular ranch? Oh, I'm sorry. Is it regular mustard or spiced mustard? Probably go spicy, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but if not, if not, I'm gonna throw a little Valentina on it. 
Oh, yeah, bro. On, yeah, nice. You can't hate on that. You got to yeah. get it. Uh, why is the original Star Wars trilogy the most superior trilogy, and why is the Empire Strikes Back your favorite? When do we cut this oh, off? Yes. I'm a Star Wars <laughs> Dude, nerd. That, we, oh, we know this. I was going to say, we should not add that one. We're going to come bring you back for that. Hold we'll on. just have a whole Star no, Wars talk. We will give him 20 seconds starting now. 20 seconds. Um, <laughs> it didn't have Jar Jar Binks, and uh, it didn't have three different directors. True. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, there you was, go. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with this. Like, Good the, on you. why is the Empire Strike Back your favorite movie? Okay, uh, because it was my father's, and I think that it was just ingrained in me. But also, yeah. it's like, you know, if I only get three movies ever, I think that might even be in there. I think uh, my favorite part of that was whenever um, and like, stop. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. And you no. want to you want to finish this one yes, uh, got, last question off? Well, we finish, no, I want to finish. No, no, no. You can talk about it off what, air. Come on. Whatever looks like I walk or no, whatever like Han Solo like, like shot at Darth Vader and Darth Vader caught it with his fan <laughs> and then like Chewie's like Mah! like that was my favorite part. Like, this is my fucking favorite part of the movie. Love, like I you walk in where he's like you Mah! don't you don't know Lando's betraying him and like you know Darth Vader's there. It's hey, not, stop, stop spoiler alert! Stop yelling Whoa. in the microphone. Oh, sorry, kids. Shit, dude. Have, how have you, how have you enjoyed the Mavs current run in the playoffs? I'm done. Um, I, I, there's been no tears so far, Yeah, but there was like, I think I, I did do the, like, just go sit in the hot shower and just like contemplate my life. Like if kind there of was back tears, and forth. Like, just like think about it. Like, I don't know, man. Like, why do I care so much? They don't care about me. I've just been caring for so long. God. I feel that so Somebody much. Get, like my <laughs> neck hurts too, Luca. I get it, man. You carry the team. Oh my god! <laughs> like it's just Dude, so. I'm, I'm carrying the fandom. You know, we're we're the, we're one of the same right now. Literally, just put me out there. Come on. I don't think you've said any truer words since you've been here all night. That was so. That hit. That hit right here. Oh <laughs> man. So that finishes up your crazy questions. Yeah. Does it though? Yeah. We're gonna please, win game five. For we're now. gonna win game five. We're yes. gonna win game five. Game five and game six. Whoever wins game five wins a series. That's right. Yeah. Come on. Let's, let's do go. it. I got you, baby. All right. So let's go ahead and get into the ending here because we are an hour and a half in. So where can people find you on social media? Where can they find all these tour dates that you've talked about? So uh, just at Dustin Massey on Instagram and then uh, Dustin Massey Music on Facebook. I can't remember my Twitter handle. I like all my names or my name was taken by somebody. I think it was, uh, I think it's like D mass music. Okay. On Twitter, but uh Dustin Massey music.com should be launching, uh, within the, within a week and there will be a merch site and Woo! a bunch of, um, all the merch that I've had before in all new colors and designs and options and uh, some new stuff. So we got pretty, pretty okay. Uh, co- koozies here. Yep. yep also, yep. we have some uh, oh, yeah. coasters. Yeah, we got these coasters. Chad's got, I, I grabbed those from the show. Oh yeah. yeah. Ex- grabbed those from the show. Yeah. So exclusive to that show only. We're Absolute. not doing those again. Do so, not mess those up. I swear to Christ. <laughs> so Dustin Massey music.com. Yep. They'll be able to find all of your tour dates. They can find your merch. Yep. I'm sure your social media will be linked there yeah, too. Yeah, probably. Everything. Right. So Dustin Massey music.com. Check that out soon. Dude, we appreciate you coming back out again. Love you, yeah, guys, dude. Man. We, I mean, we, we love you hard. Show fifty one. We're on the 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 quintoodle. The quinquagenary. <laughs> quinquagenary. <laughs> yeah, and we also get to, thanks for the gift from uh, Silver Star. You know, well, and thank you so much. 
Silverstar, please sponsor us. Stay, all of us collectively. Did you, right. I, oh yeah. Hey, absolutely. hey, hey! And thanks for the new snapback. Are y'all course, kidding man. me? Come on, man. Come on now. When we get our new shirts in, I love we're Highway 30. But I mean, this is some funky town right here. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if you haven't already purchased the Fort Worth magazine that dropped today on June first, uh, please do so because you're going to see your boys, the Funky Panthers' name anyway. You won't see our faces, <laughs> but. You're going to see us as Reader's Choice Best Radio Slash Podcast, and we appreciate, very much like Dustin, we could not do this without you all. The readers. Thank you We very much much appreciate all the fans, all the people that are listening, the people that give a shit, because you are the best of the best. Uh, So if you don't already do so, uh, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch. We're live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. We've got a hell of a month ahead of us. We're going to have um, we're going to have Maple Branch here in a couple of weeks. We're also going to have Rafael Huerta from 817 Vintage next week. So we got a good June. we got a lot of things going on, but we, we really appreciate you all. Um, you can find us on social media at the Funky Panther and TheFunkyPanther.com. Thanks, everybody. Stay good. I'm Chad. I'm Javier. And I'm Tim. And we are The, the Funky, Funky Panther! Panther! Google search Justin Massey. Cheese. Love you, boy.